fantasy baseball picks and bets here at Mayo Media Net MMN. All right, let's go get it. The fantasy baseball season is in the hurry up and wait mode. We're about a month in, but there's a long way to go. It's hard not to react, even harder not to overreact, but hopefully we're here for you. All the nuance and the context you can stomach with your host, John Legaza at John Legaza on the Bird app. Get at me any time of day, any day of the week, during this time of year especially, man. There is no time for sleeping. The games never stop. The coverage never stops. The content, the betting, and all that good stuff that we do here. Me and you, the Cork Stats crew, please rate, review, and subscribe to the audio-only pod in the five-star review. It's like the nicest thing you could ever do. Like, nicer than a Christmas card with a Finsky in it. <laughs> so, if you're picking up what we're putting down, hopefully we've been a big help. You know, hat tip to Patty Mayo, allowing me to kind of bring this to you guys. The no-nonsense show. I'm kind of bedeeming it, right? You know, I'm normally so long-winded. I'm going to stop and cut that in about uh, just a couple seconds. And we're going to just dive right into it. If you're unfamiliar, welcome aboard. Really do appreciate you. And if we missed something, you'd like something added or have any questions, you get up in the comments, I will get to you. Twice a week, we're coming at you. Roughly 20 minutes, maybe 25. I'm trying to really keep it brief. Right, this is the show for the guy on the go. You want the two-hour fantasy baseball show? Those are out there. There's three and four-hour shows also, if you'd like. This one, we're hoping two 20-minute shots a week. First show, we're mining the leaderboards. I'm thinking maybe I'm going to add just a quick news thing in, right? Because again, if we, if I really want this to help keep you informed, just major news. Although a lot of the major news ends up reflected in the player ads, which is the second show. Right, so Tuesday, we're coming at you, mining the hitting and pitching leaderboard. Very difficult to add in pitching, but we're doing the thing we do. You know, Vince Velasquez just went down, unfortunately, after he pitched well again. So we're going to have to keep digging through the trash can. But I'm doing the work, so you don't have to. And then Friday, putting all those numbers to scrutiny and seeing what pops up. So without any further ado, let's dive right into it because there is a lot of work. It's hard to bring too many numbers. Audio-only listeners. Feel free to jump on over to YouTube or Twitter. Mayo Media Network handle will put up this schnazzy graphic that I made for you. Because, again, you know, it's so many memes. It's much easier to just go, you right swipe it. If you head over to YouTube, press the like button. Cartoon fingers matter more than they should. In this algorithmic world we live in. But if you dig in the picture, it's probably worth a free finger, right? <laughs> flip, flip me to YouTube, bird. But all kidding aside, jump on over and it has all the... Players there, that way you could just refer to it. It's so much easier. I think it looks good, too, but at least you could refer to it all in one spot. Three names at every position in the infield. That's 10, 12, and 15 team, respectively. Outfielders, they're labeled 10, 12, and 15. And then pitchers. It's just a glob. Let me tell you something, man. I play deep 15 leagues. I play high stakes 12s. I don't really play any 10. So that's where I guess I struggle a little bit, but I don't know. it's so hard to find pitching. Those waiver wires look exactly the same. Let's dive into it. Starting behind the dish where it matters the least, but so you're just kind of looking for plate appearances and then effective ones. So if you're streaming in 10, you go to Elias Diaz, trying to look for those plate appearances in Colorado, and he's been hitting. Then it's Eric Haas in Detroit, who maybe more than anything I mentioned, plate appearances is getting some of them as an outfielder, which is always really important, you know, getting them outside of catching. And then Connor Wong for the Red Sockums. After uh, McGuire showed he can't hold anybody on, Long has been playing. He's actually been hitting as well. I said I wasn't going to kill you with numbers. 
But I have some stuff here. Wong, 284 batting average. You know, 850 OPS, 224 ISO. Like, it's not bad. 129 WRC plus. Just on the surface stuff. Looking pretty strong. I don't think he's going to be great offensively. But if you're going to play every day, you could do worse. So that makes him like a C2. Over to first base. When I mentioned the news, this was the one that got right. The big news was that Mervis is getting called up from Chicago. And then I realized I didn't have his, t- I didn't have his name in the original draft. And that would have not been good. So it's got to be Mervis. Although, I, frank, uh, you know, frankly, I'm not really adding this guy. It's nothing against him. I don't think his career is going to be bad or any of that. So it has, it's not the furthest thing from it. I've just found for myself the demand, the cost, the push for these youngsters is well beyond what I'm into. I tend to find they disappoint at first. And then when people are sick of them, that's when I like to go at them. So if we get to add a little strategy to this one, that's just more my style. We're going to talk about that too. Miguel Vargas have been dropped in deeper leagues. People are tired of it in some places. But it's happened to a million prospects, even if Vargas is not the best example. It happens a million times. So, like, you know, let somebody add Mervis for 800 of the 1,000 fab, and then in, you know, five weeks when they're frustrated because they're not playing every day, you know, or doing what they want them to do. Believe it or not, I'd rather have Jake Powers. Never thought I'd say that. He's going to be playing for the Yankees pretty much every day, and he came out hot. And they, So, I don't know what happened. They said he found something. I, at this point, if you're desperate, you're desperate. I mean, that's what it is. It's funny, yeah, you're like, you're, yeah, you're chasing the smaller samples, like, on purpose. You know, on purpose. Before anyone else gets there, just in case it sticks. So I don't really know if he has got enough plate appearance. I think he only played a game or two. He had a home run. So going to play every day for the Yankees while Judge is down. And again, we don't know how long that's going to be. Yeah, Bowers only has one day up. He had one day up, he got hurt. Came back, you know, he's, he's again, he should play every day. He's, their Yankees offense is so bad. So Jake Bowers, then it's Nick Prado. Another first base outfield combination. This one for the Royals. He just got his call. They're looking for a spark. And he has played all six games since the promotion. Yet to face a lefty. But still, playing all six games, I imagine he'd be good to go. So you could be talking about every day. And it's first base and outfield. So, he's again, he's going to have all, all that stuff. Prado with some shine. Also... A prospect stuff, you know, 333 average so far through 33 plate appearances, which obviously could be a lot worse. The power stuff, not really there, like no extra base hits, you know, 0.033 ISO. So, again, that's why his name's on the bottom of the 15-team ad, but it could be good. You never know. So it's Mervis, Bowers, and Prado at first. Again, depending on your league size, I'm trying to appeal to everybody. really so difficult. I'm, I know... You no, know, there's some NFBCers out there like sucking their teeth. This guy's not available. Well, I'm trying, man. Wong and Prado will probably be available. I'm trying, man. I really am trying. Holler if you hear me. Call me out if there's someone isn't. Although, you know, it's even within 15 team leagues, you could check a few different free agent wires that can all have different kind of names. But I really am trying to appeal to everybody. Over to second. You know, as no one was believing in Wells for Tampa, he just continue to produce you know i was a bit worried at first about the playing time so i know i have clips about there this is taylor taylor walls and he, it seems just regimented now he's just going to get a couple days off a week 
I'm like, that is what it is. Mixture of second, third, and short. So you're going to get all the delicious eligibility. And he's hitting, you know. He's tearing up. He had another dong the other night. So, yeah, get with Wells again before people are believing 10-team leagues, especially middle infield, churn away, man. Get the guys that are hitting and get rid of them as soon as they don't. Just churn, 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 churn. You gotta get to, you gotta get the first. These ten team leagues are superstar leagues. So while Wells is not a superstar, there are teams that are gonna be married to theirs. So you could compete at least. Don't be afraid to churn. Then I mentioned those prospects. Miguel Vargas for the Dodgers. Everything they seem to touch turns to gold. Like, surprise, surprise. Vargas, two thirty seven average. 409 slugs, 771 OPS, 116 WRC plus. So really kind of man. I know that WRC plus not always so great. Doesn't always speak to fantasy. You know, the batting average is low. He has two homers and two steals. So it's a little bit of stuff. You know, he walks a ton. But Vargas for first and second, you know, again, quality plate appearances in a 12 team. I think I like it more again for second. Then first, you know, I easily swap him out at first. I don't, you don't want him at first. Second, I think that might play a little bit more. Another interesting name before we take a break. We'll take a break after second base. Actually, maybe shortstop, but infield, I should say. And it's Emmanuel Valdez for the Boston Red Sox. Again, you know, kind of playing every day. He just got the call. 313 batting average to start. He's got a homer. Three doubles and two steals. This feels like one of those big hits. Now, I'm not a prospect guy. I don't really know him. I just talked about them disappointing. Well, this is already happening. So I feel like if you're stuck in the, in the middle infield, this is like the guy to have right now. Valdez got the call. He called up 25th, but he didn't play that day. So let's say called up the 26th. And he's played seven of eight days in a row, including one lefty. One day off was a lefty. So I think, yeah, definitely get with Valdez. I really like that call. I wouldn't be surprised. People remember, we're kind of grading our own work by if the name ends up moving up the list as we go along the season. Right, the 15-team spec becomes the 10-team ad, and now that's a, that's a win. Right, pretty much an objective win. You picked him up first off the pile, and he ended up being a guy you're going to play every day. And I'm trying to do a lot of the work that you don't have to. So Wells, Vargas, and Valdez at second base feels like pretty like a good wealth there. Make sure you're hitting Valdez from stuck. Looks at the shortstop. And I always get some again the NPCers. You know they're gonna hem and pull out this one because I got it last week also. Like oh where is Tovar available in ten feet leagues? Don't you? But you I was looking at ownership stuff, and you know disappointed early on. He's got a ton of shine, and he's playing, but he was disappointed. So these guys do end up. On free agency list again, Tovar is batting two twenty two in a year. He does have seven doubles, homer, triple, no steals. Disappointed for Tovar, but that I think is coming, and I think he's been hitting as of late. I think he popped on one of my hitter models, so the ceiling is pretty high there. Again, I don't always rank these in my. These are not my rankings. These are more. Where you have to put him. Like I said, I, I would add Bowers before I add Mervis. I know someone's going to skew me, skewer me for that one. But if I need production right now, right, that's what this is, desperation. If you're, if it's a stick to hold, it's Mervis, okay? Don't, don't totally ruin me. 
So same thing to be said for shortstop. I think the crowd in the 10 team is going after the name, the reputation first. The ceiling is Tovar. But I'd rather have Zeke Duran. He's raking right now. I mean, he's putting up an awesome season. 324 batting average. He has three homers. He has two steals. And four doubles. Tear it up. He's been he's been fantastic. I know I just added him in my own 12-team league. Very hard to make that team. I'm very good. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's a keeper league, so I'm always specking and doing this stuff, so I end up churning like I had Bybee before anybody knew who he was. Anyway, 860 OPS, 183. ISA, 140 WRC plus for Zeke Duran, so you add him. And then Michael Garcia for Kansas City. Again, they're trying to start things up. I think he's going to get third and short for the Royals. He stole a million bases last year in AAA. Yeah, so he comes up with shortstop eligibility. He's played third three days in a row, so you're getting short and third. Keep that in mind. Ben Garcia to the Royals. Over the third base, pretty easy. Nick Senzel, all the shine. If he stays healthy, he's a could be a superstar, really. He's killing it right now, and that ballpark is fantastic. Then it's Zeke Durant. Again, just kill him in short and third. Love it. C-I-M-I, shortstop, third. Awesome. And then Zach McKinstry for the Tigers. People are just not picking up what he's putting down. And I think he's been good. McKinstry playing every day and like leading off for them. So I have this list here and he's not popping up. But he's playing every day. That I know. Uh, McKinstry, actually, I'm sorry. You know, I got to take that back. Since he got the, the solid playing time, he's actually sat twice because both against lefties. So keep him in mind he's a strong side platoon, but if you're getting all righties, you know, he's playing every day and leading off. So that part was right. Second, third, short, and lefty guy's going to have the entire field of eligibility leading off every single day. So, you know, in a seven-day week, you get six out of seven. Getting the leadoff hitter or six out of seven days should take that all day if it's in a 15-team league where I saw he's available. So let's dive into the outfield. Again, it's Nick Senzel. When he's healthy, he's awesome, like really awesome. And you could roll him out pretty much universally. Third outfield. Then it's Edward Olivares. He's finally got that that uh, uh, shot. Again, the Royals just upending everything. They're looking for a spark. This guy couldn't buy playing time last year. And now he's played his way into it every day, and it's lefties righties. I mean, it's got to be like a 13 to 15 string for Olivares. Then Victor Robles. I know, I can't believe it myself. But the reason I put him in the 10 spot is not because he's some league winner. It's more about speed and how, yeah, it's up, but it's not across the board. There's a few guys just running a ton. And if Robles is going to continue to get on base at this clip, 394 OBP for Robles so far, then he's going to be one of those guys. Eight steals already. Has not been caught with the 302 batting average. The rest might be a little bit empty, you know. You get a couple runs in here. That lineup's not very good. But if you're in 10-team Roto, right, and you need steals, he's definitely the kind of guy you have to circle. If it's head-to-head, -head, you have to bump him all the way to the back. If, if, and out. Right, that's where, I, like I said, you're trying to appeal to everybody. It's just kind of Roto-centric. But I know I play head-to-head, -head and I would not play these guys. Right, you're not looking for speed, guys. Senzel, you play. I think this is more the second bucket or the 12-teamers the 12 are the guys I'd be looking for in 10-team points if I needed to. It's Gritchick, Lamont Wade, Matt Beerling. Gritchick coming back from the I believe it was hernia surgery. He's back a couple days, played four out of five games, two against righties, two against lefties. 
I'll be honest, I'm not really sure. He's, I was actually hitting already. He actually has two extra base hits. He has two doubles, five hits, and only 16 play players. So I just actually came out hot. I was going to say ignore what he's doing. And again, I mean, we're adding him because of the track record and Colorado. So you get with Grichuk. Maybe he should be in that 10-team spot, but like I said, you know, six and a half. Wade checks the scene box we mentioned before with McKinstry, strong side platoon, but leading off every single day. So that's like a that's a hit, man. And there's gonna be a situation to, to do damage. And then Matt Veerling for the Tigers has a power speed combo. Also, I mean I think he's been good, but he has struggled to play into a 272 BA. Two home runs, four steals, right? We like that for Rota. The playing time finally kind of coming around for Veerling. That's it was very, very spotty. And it might go back that way. We just don't know. Detroit's kind of wonky, but they suck. Why doesn't he play? I don't know. But he's played the last six in a row with a lefty included. So you get with Veerling. 15 teams, it's just, they have a heartbeat or not. Like I mentioned, Prado, you could be getting something. You're looking probably not to start him. J.J. Blade, who's just like a strikeout machine, but I don't know if it's Oakland now. And I think he hit a dom the other day. I hate to like, keep it overreact. Yeah, he's only has eight player prints. I don't remember it, but it does have a home run. Again, but Dave is not really like I was into. Very flawed kind of hit tool. And then, you know, going to Oakland's not a great spot, but he should play. Last guy, Kyle Stowers. Baltimore, that's more of an offense we would want to be attached to. A bit more crowded there. But they have a couple empty sticks at the back of the lineup also. So Stowers up. He's played three or four. A lefty and two righties. No, I'm sorry, all three righties. So maybe it's a, a platoon thing for him, but it could be strong side. So add him also. Though the lineup placement, not terrible, but also not bad. So these are the, hopefully a bit of the nuance you're getting here that that's not, they're not like on the everyday show. But he's batting fourth and fifth. So middle lineup cleaning up is Stowers for Baltimore in the outfield. A good 15 team add there. So that's the entire offense. Senzel, Alvarez, Robles, Grichuk, Weed, Veerling, Prado, Blade. And Stowers to wrap up the outfield. Now let's get out of here. We are at the 20 minute mark. It doesn't really matter because for pitching, it is pure desperation. If you're in a league where he's not added, you blow your brains out for Bryce Miller and the Mariners. That's just what it is. Some of the stuff is nuts. I mean, straight up nuts, man. Eno from, you know, Athletic and Colleague, whatever, was talking about on Rates and Barrels, his podcast. Uh, stuff metric, stuff plus roofed or whatever. I'm more into the objective stuff. I don't know. He's black box. I'm not saying it's wrong or anything. It definitely matters and it's awesome and stuff. But I need to be able to describe. If I can't understand that, I can't use your work to explain something. It's very difficult for me to get that. So I'd just like to find out why, you know, the diagnostics, and they're, they're insane. <laughs> they're insane. Two things are number one in the league. So RPMs on the fastball, he's number one in the league over Musgrove and Jacob DeGrom. Pretty good. And his vertical movement, which I know is kind of nervy, but again, number one in the league, right? A half inch better than Spencer Strider, who's the best. Well, you're talking better spin than DeGrom, better shape than Strider, right? You, you get what Bryce Miller, blow your brains out from uh, and trade from, go to trade from now before people know who he is. You know, the cat's coming out of the bag. He's probably going to be a pure ace, he looks like. Then it's Barland, who got touched, so maybe you can add him. Maybe he's out there. People are into it. Same for Anderson. So Anderson got bombed. I like him. He got better. This is Tyler Anderson and the Angels. This is probably only 10 and 12 teams. 15 teams, I'm sure he's added already. Braxton Garrett just got obliterated. And I know he got rage dropped in some spots. 
So I like Garrett. Again, I know he gave up 11 runs, but you can add, this is the time to add him. You know, get him thrown into a trade package. Again, very difficult to find starting pitcher. There's none of it. I'm not into the Lyles and the core. I don't really do that stuff. I'd rather go with impact relievers. I got a three-pack of them. Now, you know, Yanir Cano was already on this list for Baltimore, but he hasn't given up on a runner. And in more deeper leagues, he's still not going to be added, right? People are not at the point where they're adding relievers. But in a league where there are no designations, I'd start him over a lot of starters right now. It's really nuts. Then Michael King for the Yankees gets multiple innings and lots of strikeouts, and Clay Holmes has been kind of wavering. So King is the added bonus, a pathway to closing. Cano doesn't have it. I think the job is Batista's for the Orioles. But if something happens to Batista, Cano is like RP1. So you keep that stuff in mind also, right? It was part of the calculus. And then the last one, talking about deep. This is why you're talking I got NFBCers in mind. Huasco Brazavon for the Marlins has been off the chain. And they're a little undefined, right? They like Puck, and I get it. But he's got injury stuff going on. So again, it's it, anybody's guess what will happen. Pitching really, really tough. That's why you want to stick with us every week. And when you're not hurting, right? If you're if you have a rotation that is healthy, you add anyway. That'll do it. Everyone remember, right? That last lesson for pitching. Don't be afraid to use impact relievers instead. You might end up with only three and a third innings, but it might be six strikeouts and you walk into a win. And all of a sudden, three and a third, six Ks, no runs in a win, opposed to Braxton Garrett give up 11 runs, Jack Flaherty give up 10 runs. I mean, everybody's getting just annihilated. You know, to give up those five or six spots can be really, really dangerous. So thank you so much, everyone, for picking up what we're putting down with the no-nonsense fantasy baseball show here at Fantasy Baseball Picks and Bets. Mayo, Media Net, MMN. With the big man, Hatchet Patty Mayo. Just the absolute goat, if you didn't know, right? Everybody knows. So get up in the comments. Let us know how we're doing. If you're digging the show, if you like the graphics, just where things might be added, where we might have hit or missed for you. You know, we're, again, we're here for you. So we'll check you soon. Enjoy the weekend. Good luck with your ads. And don't be afraid to hit me up on Twitter, at John Legaza, if, you know, things have changed. We know the show's out on one month, uh, Friday. I'm sorry. I can't name every day, but with the work to do data still happening until Sunday. So don't be afraid, man. Get at us. You know, we know I, I live it. So we're here for you. We live in it. Loving it. And we will catch you on the flip side. See you Tuesday, everybody. Peace.